It all stems from the dispute over their working conditions. And we're told that hundreds of services are likely to be affected across the city. I thought we'd find out exactly why uh, these bus drivers are striking. We'll talk to the Secretary of Rail, Tram and Bus Union, uh, David uh, Babineau. G'day, David. How are you this morning? Well, Marcus, yourself? Yeah, good, thank you, mate. I appreciate you coming on the program. What's the problem here? Well, unfortunately what's happened is that the government during privatisation of the Inner West turned around and gave the company the OK to set up a two-tiered workforce. Um, that, that's really where this all stems from. It, it's, you know, you've got bus drivers side by side and one's working an extra you know, hour a day away from their family, one has a week's annual leave more, uh, one doesn't even get breaks you know, between trips and could be driving for five hours, 15 straight you know, driving a bus through Sydney traffic. It's just, it's, not, it's really a question of fairness. How did we get to this two-tiered system? Is it because of the privatisation of some bus services? Yeah, this is, this was approved by Transport for New South Wales. Mm. The company put in the bid with this system as their tender. So this was all, all, all done on purpose to maximise profits and the government obviously decided it was a good idea to support and, you know, the, what the government consistently says is, you know, to the drivers at least, is that, you know, everyone, you won't be any worse off under privatisation is, you know, not just wrong, but it was designed to be wrong from, the, from day one. So it's, it's, it's a little hard for us to sort of trust that. And it's been going on for three and a half years now. Right. Enough is enough. So when you say you might have bus drivers working side by side on different awards or different working and pay conditions, what do you mean by that? Well, that, that's exactly it. So the, the company's structured itself in a way that all the government drivers that went across are employed by one company. All the new drivers... What is that company? Sorry, David, what is that company? Uh, it's called Transit Systems West Services. Never heard of it. Transit no. Systems West... God. What is it again? Transit... Transit Systems West Services. Now, that company has a, uh, a, a labour hire arrangement to provide mm. labour to the contract holder, which is Transit Systems West. What a mess. So that, that's half of the mess. Yeah, right. The other half, of course, is the new drivers who are employed in a similar way by uh, another sort of company that then provides uh, labour hire to, you know, the other half of, of the service, basically. Mm. And, and you've got a system designed, you know, to basically save money in the long term. So as you have... New drivers coming on to replace drivers that end up, you know, just through attrition, you know, resigning or retiring. Yeah. Uh, those new drivers are cheaper for the company to run. And it's not really a matter of pay. And this is one of the key things. And I was really glad you put it the way you did in the intro was it's, it's not really about pay. The pay is actually reasonably equitable. Okay. It's really about conditions. I mean, you know, I, I drove a bus for many years and I can tell you that it's like it's demanding in a way that few other jobs are. Um, you know, you're not driving a truck from A to B. You're picking up passengers through Sydney traffic. You're responsible for everyone on your bus, yeah. everyone around your bus. Mm. And, and to sit there and say, well, everyone that does that job, these people are worth, you know, five weeks annual leave, these people are worth four. It, it's, it's just not right. Mm. All right. Uh, look, I, you have my, uh, my, my sympathy and your members have my sympathy because I don't like privatisation, period. You know, why we outsource all of the public transport infrastructure. Look at the mess we've got ourselves in. You know, whether it's, you know, your mob with respect on strike, whether we've got trams that aren't fit 
to run on tracks and they've got cracks everywhere, whether we've got issues with the ferries. Uh, someone somewhere along the line has stuffed this up and I suspect the bloke who did is on the way out. Now he wants to run for a federal seat, for goodness sake. Uh, what a mess you've <laughs> left, Andrew Constance. I'm sorry to say it, but what an absolute mess you have left. I hope in the new year, in a, a reshuffle, I know that um, uh, the new transport minister has a, a bit of a, a battle on his hands, but I hope there's some restructuring in the way things are done because ultimately... The people who are being mostly affected are the, you know, the commuters in Sydney and in New South Wales generally. I mean, I support fairness and equity in the workplace. And if you're telling me from the union that your members feel so, uh, well, slighted by this arrangement from the government that they're willing to go on strike, well, then I support you. I mean, it's, no, it's I a pain. That. It's a pain in the in the ass. <laughs> the fact that they are, I'll be honest. And, and, and look, we're, we're well aware of that. You know, it's, this is not something that happens often, bus strikes. You know, in, in particular when you're talking about sort of the guts of Sydney, it's not something we do often. Yeah. Um, it, it really is a last resort. The company effectively has put one document to be voted on, and that was before they heard from any, any of the workers as to what the workers actually wanted. Mm. And they said even before that was voted on that, um, look, you know what, if, if you don't accept this, we're not coming back to the table. And that's really all we're after here. We don't want them back to the table. Let's come up with something that works. Um, and, and, you know, in the meantime, we are sorry for the impact it has on commuters. It's absolutely not our first choice, but we'll really run out of options over the last three and a half years. All right. Let's talk further on this, David. I uh, will keep in touch with you. Um, is there any way of negotiating a way out of this strike uh, before Monday in particular? Look, this afternoon is probably done and dusted, um, you know, with uh, between five and seven. But the 24-hour stoppage on Monday is a worry if that goes ahead. It's, yeah, so, so the five till seven stoppage will be for tomorrow afternoon. Um, oh, and, and tomorrow, these I beg your pardon, yeah, Friday yeah, afternoon, no, yep. Yeah, yeah, and and this was done on purpose because obviously we've got HSC kids who have had a pretty <laughs> difficult time as it is this year. Mm -hmm. So as much as you know, it's not going to be as impactful as it could be from our perspective. We're mm -hmm. still, you know, we're still sending a message to the company that we're serious and we need to be taken seriously. But we're also limiting the impact we have on HSC kids and and the public in general because that's that's our bread and butter is to look after people. The name of this company again, David. Transit Systems. Mm. All right. And the system. Sounds we are like something. left with the bottom of the barrel. Sounds like something some bureaucrat in Macquarie Street made up. Could well be. Yep. <laughs> Could well be. Privatisation, eh? Great stuff. All right, David, thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Pleasure. Thanks, Mike. All right, talk soon. There he is, the Secretary of the Rail, Tram and Bus Union. David Babineau, if you want to have your say on that, 13 12 69, the open line number. Look, ordinarily, and look, you know where I stand on the teachers issue. I don't believe teachers should be striking next week. But I certainly do accept that those that have been mucked up by the privatisation of our public transport system do need some of our sympathy. Absolutely they do.